to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is on the block here on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, I am. Uh, I will be out the next couple of days. So I'm heading off to Los Angeles. I'm going to watch the USC spring game. And just learning now, maybe I'll see Casey Rogers there. Casey Rogers, who uh, is transferring from Nebraska, made his announcement the other day that he's going uh, through the transfer portal. Has no shortage of suitors, as he lets it be known on Twitter. Now, USC has offered Casey Rogers. And, of course, USC with new coach Lincoln Riley, um, they've brought in a lot of different uh, recruits. Of course, most notably their quarterback there and Caleb Williams over from Oklahoma. But uh, surprised, uh, Strick, to see this much attention for Casey Rogers. We always talk about the, the dangers of putting yourself in the portal. But this is why I see him as a significant loss. You know, some people are, are, are brushing it off and saying, yeah, I was hurt. And I don't know if I saw this or that from him. Uh, if USC wants him, um, that usually means he's, he's probably the right type of uh, guy you want on the defensive line. I mean, that 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 does kind of hurt <laughs> hurt right. us pretty much in the whole process of things of just just thinking about it like you know you you they're they're just totally revamping they're using the portal and then they get a nebraska kid that could have really helped nebraska in the front line so yeah that's uh that's disappointing um it is like i said it's a scary proposition to really look at it and consider what it means in the Big Ten, what it means to have your front line be stout. You have to have a stout front line mm-hmm. to have success in the Big Ten. I mean, I, you know, say what you will, just because there's so many dominant running teams that you want to be stout. And when you don't have the depth and looking at what I saw in the second half when they really started tackling just how the offensive line, which wasn't the first, Offensive line was moving the second tier guys. Now, you know, granted, they didn't have the depth, so maybe they was just tired. They was yeah. getting all them reps, and that could have been it too. But at the end of the day, that's going to be what it's going to be in a game situation too. So, yeah. It's disappointing. And Nebraska has made, you know, some other offers already, you know, kind of known in the portal going after a former uh, Alabama defensive lineman. So that'd be a big get. Of course, the biggest one is O'Shawn Mathis, who's basically still um, the biggest name left in the portal. Um, so we'll see if that happens. He said he's going to make it his announcement uh, toward the, the latter part of this month. Um, and it's basically down to Nebraska and Texas. So that becomes even bigger now with Casey Rogers out the door. Again, the latest on Casey Rogers uh, is uh, picked up a USC offer. So, uh, uh, is he's going to be a big loss, and you know, I I, I tried to uh, not get too down. I tried to to pass the Kool Aid around and and get people going because you don't want to l- turn on the radio and listen to somebody tell you their team's not going to be good. But I, I do say that I, uh, I I it's probably a good time for me to take a break because I am taking this news particularly rough just because I'm very worried about the offensive line and the defensive line um, for Nebraska. And as you mentioned in the Big Ten. That's not the that's not the positions of weaknesses um, that that you really can afford to have. Uh, spe- uh, mentioning uh, as we were speaking of Alabama transfers, 
Nebraska basketball landing in Alabama transfer today. Juwan Gary, uh, who was uh, playing at Alabama. Oh, he um, decided to go ahead and come. He, he, he decided on his Instagram that he's committing to Nebraska. Um, so that will be very wow. cool for Nebraska to bring him in. Uh, for what it's worth, I'll run down some of what he's been doing there at Alabama. Played two years there. Um, so he's a 6'6", 218-pound sophomore this past year. Where's number four, if that's what you're looking for him out there. You might choose the same number coming to Nebraska. Average six and a half points and three and a half rebounds this past year uh, with about 15 and a half minutes per game. Uh, field goal shooting percentage of around 52%. So that's pretty darn good. Three-point shooting percentage, not as good this past year. Career now uh, 20% three-point shooter. Free throw shooting at 58%. So um, it's kind of interesting. He's uh, he's being brought to play inside out to a degree as far as, you know, kind of uh, the stretch four is kind of the idea for him. Maybe you kind of think of him as a Latman replacement. And Latman has not made his decision yet. Now, obviously, he brings a little bit different than what, what Latman did. But that stretch four type of guy uh, uh, and uh, he doesn't he doesn't shoot particularly well maybe you know it's, it's better um, you know he, he, as he gets going we'll see but I, I wouldn't ex- you know based on his two years so far at Alabama he doesn't look for the three-point shot a lot and he doesn't make a high volume of what he does make so uh, that is interesting but one thing he does not lack is confidence as I was reading down the the article uh, from Robin Washett on Juwan Gary's commitment uh, and he uh, he said they ha- they haven't ever seen a dude like me I told Coach Hoiberg that myself, no guy in the Big Ten is anywhere near Juwan Gary. Be prepared to make the NCAA tournament this year. So uh, no lack of confidence, at least, from Juwan Gary coming in over at the Alabama transfer. Well, one of the things he does have that I've I've got a chance to, to check out on him, he has a high motor. So, you know, when you hear him say that, that that speaks to his high motor. He has a, he has a really high motor. Um, he gets out into – transition really well he plays solid defense he will bang um i'm hoping he'll be a guy that gets you six to eight rebounds a game you know just really just laying his body on the line he's a very physical kid uh but he's a slasher so um that's why his his two-point field goal percentage is 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 above 52 because he he finds openings so he's not a stay still guy. His motor helps him to position himself to get a tip in, to get a steal, um, to if they're doubling the post or doubling a player to be found. So that that's one of the things they'll get from him, you know. So hopefully, you know, he he, he can continue to increase on his ability to stretch the floor. Um, he shows capability of shooting it. Maybe it's just bad shots when he does shoot them that. He doesn't shoot a better clip, but uh, he he doesn't look like he have like one of them crazy, you know, shady looking jump shots that you're like, oh gosh, why are you shooting? It doesn't look like that when I got a chance to see him. So you know, it'd be interesting to see how that works out, how it pans out. Well, and it's, it's it's also interesting um, is that maybe. As we look at this plan B, right, for Fred Hoiberg, as they bring in different guys uh, to to help on the bench there, um, are they going to move away from 
high volume shooting, lots of threes. Um, as they're the the bigs that they're getting, and, and to include Gary now, um, that's not necessarily the the quality that they have now. At least I'm thinking of Derek Walker and, and him here. Um, but uh, maybe that that could be uh, represent a changing of the guard. Um, but one way or the other, you like you said, you need somebody that can rebound. He's he's you know if he's got the motor for that. But I think more than anything, Nebraska fans will appreciate the motor, like you said, because um, at times I feel like that was lacking in places for Nebraska last year, especially on, on defense occasionally. Yeah, that's that seemed to be an area that was deficient for a while, not for lack of that they had the ability to do it because you, you saw it in flashes where they were very active and their, their rotations were so crisp. And, you know, it was tough to get a shot off at times. Their problem was great defense, missed shot, no rebound. <laughs> Right. That's a big problem <laughs> yeah. for, for Nebraska. I mean, they play great defense, do everything you're supposed to do, take you deep in the shot clock. Next thing you know, a shot goes up, and then boom, it's a miss, it's a rebound, it's a kick out, it's a three. And then now you don't score for 12 because you're tired. You just play defense for <laughs> for about a minute and 20 seconds over the last three possessions straight. And so – now you don't have no legs to do anything else. And you go on these 12, 15 or 10, 15 minute stretches of not scoring. And then at the end of the day, you end up taking a loss because you fought so hard to try to get back into the game. And then you come up short. So that seemed to be the pattern for Nebraska for me. Hopefully that'll change. Yeah. And, and we'll see too, is, is uh, how recognizable is this team going to be next year? I think there's enough of a group sticking around. I think Derek Walker really helps cement um, not just bodies that stuck around, but at least some production there. Um, Trey McGowan's and Latman still have not made their decisions, at least publicly. And uh, so Nebraska's won over the scholarship limit at this point. So you maybe think this is a hint that one of them has told the coaching staff that they might be moving on. Who knows? You know, you never know with that sort of thing. But right now, as it speaks for right now, Nebraska is one over the scholarship limit. Um, so uh, that'll have to iron itself out one way or the other. But uh, a brand new looking Nebraska basketball team. Um, again, I've said it all year. It's probably going to be hard to get a whole lot of hype preseason. They're they're kind of where the football team is, right? It's it's we've heard enough. It's mm -hmm. time to show it on the court before the buy-in can happen because uh, with both coaches, the buyout has dropped, <laughs> and that's uh that's not good news because you know obviously we we kind of know mm -hmm. how that's kind of played out. But uh, we'll take a quick break here on the ticket. Or excuse me, I keep saying the ticket water cooler, uh, but I've got to get used to it. It's the the on the block here uh, as we, as we get going. Um, I think let's still uh, let's do a little bit of NBA talk because. Let's get back to that. We didn't have uh, – I wanted to get some of the local stories in here uh, before we get to the NBA. Uh, also, Mike Tyson is fighting people on planes. So we'll get to that next oh, year no. on The Block.